Yeah, sake is so crazy. I know a lot about the sport, but when I watched it today, I was just like, wow, sudden death, you have five chances to penalty kick, and then you're playing for a team, but then all of a sudden, it's on you. It's your fault if you win, and you get the praise, and it's your fault if you lose. That's crazy. It's really, it's really amazing. But if you win, the whole team gets credit. Nobody's going to really remember the penalty kick. They will, but you know, a standard fan is going to just say, oh, wow, that team won. I'm sure the country is going to be like, oh, wow, you won it. You made points with the kick. And then if you lost, then they're going to say, oh, wow, you lost the game for us. I respect soccer so much more, and I'm going to start watching soccer more. Yeah, soccer is so crazy. I Much dip. He's in the building. I'm Dave. It's Monday. A little new intro we're flirting with. Thank you, Meta World Peace, for the, for the kind words on soccer. Formerly Ron Artest. Formerly Ron Artest. People forget that. Don't you can't dead name Ron. It's tough, right, Ron. I thought it was messy world peace. Is it? Did he change it? Yeah. That's goaded. That's KJ and Dylan. They're here. I never know who to, who's supposed to jump in when you intro is both at the same time. I know, I like to keep you on your toes. Anyway, yours. Well, if you insist, um, I've got a lot to talk about today. Um, really, I, there's just so much sports going on. And most importantly, so much sports going on in Britain that is actually happening this week, not last week. I'd like to apologize to nobody for saying last week was a big week for the Britain Bruffs. <laughs> when in fact, like three out of the four events I was going to talk about all occurred this week. That's all that's on my mind. It's just fucking Soccer's, sports. Soccer is crazy, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like, wow. Should we just get Meta World Peace on as our fourth from here on out? You think he'd do it? Does he not have a pod? He seems like he would, he would be on a pod. I don't know. Like, he's got takes. I feel like he would really enjoy, you know, maybe if somebody will hear from a sponsorship later on. He, he vlogs. He'd advocate for that, for sure. Are you talking about our good friends at Headspace? Absolutely. You want to just jump right into some headspace? Because I do. Because I think I'm in a good headspace to talk about it. I know okay. you are. Sure. Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guy that helped you sleep, focus, act, be better? Wouldn't it? I, I believe that. Well, yeah, there is. I think so. Hey, there is. And if you have 10 minutes, headspace can change your life. We're all headspace users, and we've said this before. We we were using it before the deal. No cap. I use it. Okay. I've used it before as a sponsor. This guy's not capping. You guys are wondering. Zero cap. It's your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations and an easy-to-use app. It's one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. If you are like me and you are a beginner, not really knowing how to get into meditating and uh, kind of intimidated by it, I didn't, really, I didn't really know anything about it, Headspace is perfect. Can I just say I just now understood the Meta World Peace tie-in? Mm -hmm. I didn't pick up on that at first, but now I did. I'm moving a little slow. Whatever the situation, Headspace really can make you feel better. Overwhelmed, they've got a three-minute SOS meditation for you. That's the one I've been messing with because I just, uh, dude, like I grind. Like I get home, my lappy's open. I'm just on Twitter looking for the viral memes and stuff. I, it doesn't stop for me. Damn. So this, to have this three-minute SOS meditation, it's like it was tailor-made for me. But I think you'll like it too. Their approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, Boost focus and increase your overall sense of well-being. 60, over 60 million downloads backed by 25 published studies. 
and 600,000 five-star reviews. That's crazy. You deserve to feel happier in Headspace. It is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash bang. That's headspace.com slash bang for a free one-month trial with access to their full library of meditations for every situation. It's the best deal offered right now. Headspace.com slash bang for a free one-month trial. David, before uh, you jump into the uh, housekeeping notes here, can I hijack the show for like two minutes real quick? It'll be less than that. You going to tell us about your times at Venice Beach in Arlington? I won't go into those icky details. Icky is a word now. But I will tell people follow us at Too Much Dip on Twitter. That's Too Much Dip with two Ps on Twitter. Too Much Dip Podcasts on IG. Keep an eye out on Meat Smokers Only on IG as a good friend of the pod, Brick, a.k.a. Brick Mason. Find him at 24 Brick Cattle Co. Might be doing a Meat Smokers Only takeover. Brick uh, Squad? Brick Squad. <laughs> Brick needs to uh, send that merch over this way. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Maybe somebody's had an order out since like April. Oh, no. Uh, no. Oh. You saying this is supply chains a little bit off? Hey, I may have street. actually screwed up my first <laughs> order and uh, told him to change something and, you know, whatever. Anyways, keep an eye out on Meat Smokers Only. Brick's going to be doing some content there later in the month. People have been saying they want more Brick. The people who don't know who the hell we're talking about here soon will appreciate once they learn more about Brick. I'm uh, still learning. He's, yeah, he's an interesting cat. But now that that's all done, if uh, if you wouldn't mind, David, I'm just going to ask for a little players-only meeting, a little team meeting here uh, between Dylan and I, my hypothetical 5-on-5 five five basketball teammate here. Okay. Uh, captain, if you will. Um, first and foremost, I'm, I'm very grateful for the opportunity play for the Dylan Cheveries. You know, I'm looking forward to KJ, our team stinks, man. This is the problem I have. Our team is our team is not good. You uh as a I, I mailed it in completely. As a gambling man, uh walked right up to the table, drafted your team and said, Hey, we're gonna lose. And I'm like, yeah. all right, all right. That's, that's, <laughs> let I us, that. let I'm us the worst, gel. I'm the worst team captain of all time. I have no faith in the guys that I picked. Dylan, hard work beats talent. Sometimes. Not, I wouldn't Sometimes. say either applies to our team. The issue no, is we, we're not we're not even dedicated. Short of you know Brad and at full strength due to chemistry, I fear no man on the other side of the court. So uh, oh wow, I'm right here. Yeah, that's the thing. I fear no that, man on the other okay. side of the court. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And with all due respect, I did meet the man once, Jack Hammer, aka Dan Register. Correct? And I mispronounce anything there. That's right. You got it. But he's from the Philadelphia area. Sure. Uh, very little respect. You for, don't. You're not trusting the ooh, process. You're yeah. saying, uh, hey, if we were doing like Olympic deadlifts and power lifts and clean squats he's and jerks, guy. he still probably would come in second or third on this list. But he's damn sure not keeping me out of the paint. So all I gotta say is that's fair. But Dan's I don't uh, want to execute on this plan of proving anybody wrong here. Like I'd be more apt to race Randy than I would uh, go full five on five here. But uh, we're not losing. By eight and a half. Like, put your money on us. Money line it. Yeah, but you're going to have to chase Dan around half court the entire game. No, I won't. You're going to have to just – because he's going to sit out there and eat. And I will catch the ball at the free throw line when he airmails it. Oh. He's not going to eat out there. <laughs> you don't think he's going to sit out, out there ten and times. feed? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be feeding him the rock out there at midcourt. We saw him not touch rim out of ten, ten tries. A double so. rim. He was trying to swish. He didn't touch the rim, though. He was trying to bust. He was trying to swish. <laughs> That's true. He didn't either. Are you uh, are you good with being the second pick? I'm very comfortable. He's a first rounder. Give it's him a break. slight reach, slight reach. But what I will say is, again, uh, Brad's going to have to pull some Giannis type three 
three steps from uh, half court and go at the hole if he thinks he's just you know not going to be beat up by the end of this uh, match. Well, you're saying you're going to make him earn it. Throw him weight around. Okay. Don't sleep on my wet ass Jay, man. You're the one sleeping on it. You set. You have bashed your team saying, from the get go. I'm, I'm not if, sleeping on anything. If, if I get if I get the ball, I'm at I'm at the three point line, right? And like no one's around me, and I got time to set up my shot. There's like a 25 percent chance I'm knocking that bitch down. For the day one, too much dip listeners out there who have no idea what circling back is, of of which I'm sure there are only like one. Uh, good reason to go check out the Patreon, see what the hell I'm talking about. How about that? Was that Patreon talk? It was Patreon talk. Okay. So find out the rest of the roster and why I feel so offended. Patreon.com. That's fine. I, it would be fun. Um, me, I'm just kind of at a place with my game and my career where, like, I don't need to be the guy anymore. Okay. Like, I, 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 I'm just I'm not saying I'm chasing rings, but, like, it would be nice to get one, but I feel like I've done enough in my time. So in this, are you the Chris Paul and Brad's, like, the Booker or Aiton on your team? Um, you know, if you want to do a modern day, I was, yeah, that's fine. I was going to say more like the J kid, okay. uh, minus the baggage, um, <laughs> you know, of the, of the uh, 2011 Dallas Mavericks. Um, I'm willing to, to, to give Brad, you know, Dirk status and I'm, I'm just J kid. I'm there to facilitate. I might hit a big three at a key moment or something. All right. I respect it. It is what it is. Sorry, I, I just had to get that off my chest. That, I, no, you I deserve, tried to bury you deserve it earlier. a platform. If your name is mentioned on this pod, you deserve a platform. I tried to bury it earlier with uh, just focusing on Britain, focusing on the task. And I look up and I see this man having zero confidence in me, and I had to just address it. No, you'll, you're an athlete. You'll <laughs> do just fine, KJ. It's the rest of the squad. I, I learned that my, my second-round pick has a, a double ACL Tear situation, yeah, and also it's just I don't even think it's a basketball guy to begin with. You're right; he does he's put just, off, doesn't know young. how to dribble vibes. Right? He he has he has looks down as he dribbles vibes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> he watches the ball in and out of his hand. He doesn't understand the concept of like the first step in traveling. He looks like he's gonna take off. Oh, yeah. and just yeah. He, he doesn't understand what a pivot foot is. He'll he'll double. Oh pivot yeah, not understand why he's traveling. They could call it on him every time if they wanted to. Oh man. Uh, this week in Britain, KJ, I will, I will yield to you. This week in Britain, surprise to some of you who may have woken up or waken up, one of the two, ask Grammarly, uh, early on Saturday, maybe Friday or Sunday, and found no F1 Grand Prix in Britain. That's this week. Um, also, the Open is this week. I told you Let's last go. week that they were both last week. You know they uh, used to call it Dylan Grand Prix. Okay, you know. P-R-I-X. Yeah, totally. Let's go. But what did actually occur? Uh, Novak Djokovic and Ash Barty. Ash Barty is a number one female ranked, number one ranked female tennis player. Both are number one in the world. One at Wimbledon. Any thoughts on Ash Barty? No, I, I, I'll be honest. I was kind of bummed when Serena went out and you know with the injury, and it kind of turned me off for the for the women's side. Fair. And uh, honestly, I didn't watch any of it until yesterday, um, but. I don't really have any strong Ash Barty takes. Is there something I need to know about Ash? She's from Australia. All right. She grew up in the Alps there. <laughs> uh, Novak Djokovic, it's his third Wimbledon. That's all I got on Wimbledon. Nobody cares. She's a former cricketer or cricketer. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, I respect uh, cricket. Dual sport athlete. Yeah, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> she's ranked number one in the world in singles by the Women's Tennis Association and is the second – Australian uh, Women's Tennis Association singles number one after fellow Indigenous Australian player Yvonne 
Gulagong calling. Oh, IG, yeah. So. IGK. EGK. EGK, yeah. EGC, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you tried to do. Uh, yeah, but shout out to, uh, Ash. does she go by Ash or Ashley? Uh, Ashley, Ash, if, if you know her as well as I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. How do you know her so well? Uh, Venice Inter- Beach? We met at the same internet. Skiing in Australia. <laughs> Skiing in Australia. I went down in Australia. I was um, dialed into the men's. I was tracking Mateo's package. Okay. I Baratini. See, here's my thing. He almost brought it Rome. Baratini. Not much of a grass court guy, and you know, not many tournaments are played on grass uh, nowadays. More of a clay court guy, and since Rafa wasn't there and it wasn't clay, it's just not my not my thing. Damn. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that about you. I didn't either. Um, you know what? It gives me, it makes me nervous watching them on grass do the slide mm-hmm. with all the weight onto the knee. Cause I'm just thinking like, dude, how is your knee staying so stable? I get it. You're a world-class athlete and that probably helps, but that looks like if I had to go, <laughs> if I went outside, I was like, dude, how can I tear my ACL? Or how can I tear my meniscus real quick? Is that what you're trying to do sometimes? No, like, no, I'm not. But oh, if, okay. you know, if like, if we played odds or something, Odds you tear your meniscus <laughs> yeah. super fast. Yeah, I would either do what Dan did in the gym, and that's sets of 100 on deadlift, mm-hmm. uh, sets of 25. Sets of 100. <laughs> four sets of 25 on deadlifts, which is how he jacked his meniscus up. Oh. I would either do that or I would try to go – I would go test my uh, – test everything out on the court at Wimbledon. Assuming equally, like, diligent and honorable effort, do you think you could identify – and maybe not acquire, but identify where to get meth from. Like somebody would say, yeah, I got you. Quicker than you could tear your own ACL, like intentionally trying both. So on Wait. one, you just have to find somebody who says like, yeah, go to Chuck. Chuck will sell it to you. The question Check, is, done. You, could I find meth or tear my ACL faster? Yes. yes, but you don't have to acquire the meth. So like drive time would not count against you. I, I wouldn't know where to start to find meth. Okay. I, I feel like I'd uh, tear my ACL by the end of the day. I could get meth pretty quick. I could tear this bitch easily. You check cool Adam's pupils lately. Oh, oh come on, man. Don't do Adam <laughs> like that. That's oh, unnecessary. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hypothetically, for entertainment purposes only. The college kids aren't, aren't dabbling in meth anymore. At least Not the, enough. The ones at UT aren't. Not enough, for sure. I'm sure I could find cocaine pretty easily, but I, I don't even know where I would start to find cocaine. Probably your new friends. <laughs> Come on, dude. Don't do them like that. They're, no, I'm saying that they're cooler than us. Keji, I could tear my ACL in, in an hour. I could, I could do That's it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm, dude, if you tried your hardest and like with full intent to acquire meth, could you at least identify where to get it within that hour? Hell no. Because you could I find think, it in an hour. No. You can call meth? me, and I could make. I could call my guy who dabbles in. I mean, Silk I would Road. just. I would just go down to like uh, Man Shack in 290. <laughs> What if Adam was the Silk and Road I would, kid? I would talk to the homeless community <laughs> there. They would like somebody there knows uh, knows the plug. Wow, dude! But you'd also have to convince that you're not a narc. Oh, the fuzz. You know how I, I could get it? I know somebody in my old neighborhood. We couldn't send Micah. They, he would, they would peg him as a narc real quick. Somebody in my old neighborhood who literally approached me and told me that I mean he he did it frequently. So yeah, really. So absolutely. To make sure I understand this correct, David's saying guy. he would show up outside of a recovering addict's house and say, hey, you got any meth? Yeah. <laughs> if I had to. For the hypo- <laughs> Super responsible. Look, dude, I'll lay it all out there for the hypothetical. He's like, excuse me? Because I feel like the other side of this, yes, shit, dog. you know how you could tear your ACL. Like, you know ways in which you could intentionally do it. But, like, the actions of following through and getting it done, I feel like 
there's going to be a lot of like hyping yourself up for it. Like none of us are just going to be so gung ho that you're running out here and jumping over like the ledge and trying you? to land on your legs or something. How would you just tear your ACL if you were trying to do it intentionally? Just have somebody um, just, just chop, just chop you all day long. I guess we should add in you field? have to do it independently too. Yeah, you can't no third party help. Yeah, you can't go on the season of a bachelorette and just like hope to participate in one of their field games. Did you know Clay's cousin is Hunter Andrew S. Oh. The guy that we is it Andrew? Yes. Yeah, they're cousins. I yeah. didn't know that. That's a surprise. Uh, and for anyone else not tying this back to bachelor, last comment on that: Trey was uh, in that date and noticeably absent from all the shots on screen because uh, they were showing off some hard body physiques. They let that man cook Not in the background, Trey. for sure. Yeah, he was he was getting that work in the kitchen. Anyhow, back to Britain. I'm sorry, I took us off course there. Don't do meth. Keep your ACL intact. Oh, exactly. That's that's the takeaway here. To the big story this weekend, Euro Cup. You know we're soccer boys here. Dude, the Regazzi were buzzing yesterday, man. Dave said Regazzi like six times during circling back this morning, by the way. <laughs> oh, my God. It was fitted. a Sunday to remember for for the boot, man, for the homeland. Just, right. Oh, man. That's why he has his uh, big-time Tommy T-shirt on today. This guy over here. Take it easy. What sandwich did you get today? I got the Austin Club. Oh, he didn't get the New York. No, yeah, everybody else got <laughs> Dylan gets his. What are you and then, doing? I had the I literally had the New York it's confusingly called the New York Italian which I feel like right. you could just do one or the other but I had that like on Saturday. You could have gotten the meatball too, dog. Mm. I don't eat I'm not going to do a meat and pod. I'm not doing a meatball sub before the pod. Can you imagine me sitting here with a belly full of meatball sub? No you can't. No man. It'd be, be a damn problem. It'd be a different kind of Davy. You don't you don't want to meet that Davy. No. Meatball Davy is a different beast. <laughs> He's untamed. Meatball Straight up ape, ape cuts. <laughs> Well, I'm very happy for Italy. Shouts to uh, good listener, Gab Rossetti. Not really. As someone who uh, I revealed in the group text, the second line on uh, my ancestry DNA is very heavily English. It's Welsh specifically. But, you know, I was working for the home team there as well. Um, (laughs) I love this bullet point. I just read. (laughs) But England (laughs) is uh, the talk of the town, you know, not only because they're losers uh, at home, but... With two minutes left in the match, it was tied 1-1. England went up early, I guess. Two minutes in, got a, got a goal early. Two minutes in, a yeah. little lapse in the Italian D, which you don't normally like to see. <laughs> but goes to extra time, which they kind of anticipated from the beginning of the match. Um, two minutes left in the match, and strategically, I guess for uh, penalty kicks, you can only choose from players that are on the pitch or on the field at the end of the game. Oh, yeah, PKs? So, PKs, yeah. So they uh, – Coach for England subbed in two guys, Marcus Rashford and Sancho, I can't recall his last name, uh, two different players. And basically, I don't know how the coin toss worked, but I think Italy went first, and they missed. And then whatever. It came down to it where basically— I think Italy missed their second one. Yes. Well, whatever. It Doesn't happens. matter. Sorry. They were up by one goal. And it was to the point where England needed to essentially— they had three guys left, and their first two guys hit it, Harry Kane and Harry something other. Styles. Styles, maybe. Also white. It's not Harry Styles. Either way, it's two it's white guys named team. Harry. He's British. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that part. <laughs> the following three gentlemen were uh, notably not uh, Caucasian. It's only relevant to what follows here. Uh, they all three missed their uh, PKs. 
Italy goes on to win. England, as we know it, real good about being racist. Just ask, I don't know, uh, another Harry. Harry and uh, Meghan Markle. Mm. Uh, how her experience was. Um, and everything on the internet, they've defaced uh, murals. They've gone online, going in at these three players. It's just not a good look. Yeah, I... Um... I wanted to give England the benefit of the doubt, like, but before it even the match even started, I was like, I don't think they're going to handle this win or lose like well because like they were they were already fighting each other before the match, like there was videos. Soccer Twitter was just lit. They tried to rush the gates. Saw it. Right? Saw it. They're rushing the gates like it was a GD corn concert. Second time <laughs> I've used that joke, and uh, you know I was like, this. I don't know if they're going to handle this well. And when I when they when they were booing the Italian national anthem, I was like. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if this is. I don't know. I feel like that doesn't happen over here as much. Like we don't. We're not, we don't ever boo the the Cana- the Raptors when they do the yeah. Canadian national anthem, do we? I mean, I don't know. We might yell "Stars" during the Star Spangled Banner. But, Jeez, yes, we do. Um, we're not booing. Maybe a few people, but a number of people were booing. And then, man, I, I'm like, I was obviously rooting heavy for Italy, but mm-hmm. like to have like a 19 year old kid. Like lose it, be the you know, and you know, I guess kind of wear the L. It's it's tough, man. And then to have to deal with that because like it, you always hear about European soccer being like just insanely, insanely bad crowds, insanely racist, and mm-hmm. like it's unbelievable. Which what I'm a little bit shocked here is not the dearth. There's a good word of the racism was the fact that at an event of this level, you know, Euro Cup finals, like. At the Super Bowl, you're pricing out the scumbags who go and get in fights at, like, Giants games, Eagles games, you know, Raiders games, whatever. Philly's just taking all the shots. Uh, well, I'm, just, I'm going through, okay, Redskins, and Cowboys parking lots, whatever. Uh, we know other things happen, like, in the Detroit parking lot, but, you know, focusing on the fans here. Wow. Um, but those things are priced out for a Super Bowl. For the Euro Cup final, you're still getting the people who are fully willing to boo, like, Either the tickets didn't cost enough, or it's just there's enough it's, assholes uh, there. It's like what makes European soccer great is a lot of it, the atmosphere and the fans, but there's no governor on it. It just means more is what you're saying? It just means more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's like, that, like oh, it's, it's unreal atmosphere. And unfortunately, like, with some of that unreal, it's like unreal in the bad way. I think I'd go for a uh, TikTok ripoff video of just the British bruv, like soccer footy bruvs. Uh, copying the "My name is Karen and I'm going to LSU Go Tigers" video. Oh my god! Like just all of them except for I'm I'm going for a Fulham FC. My name is Liam. Go and I'm going for Chelsea. <laughs> as much shit as I give, uh, you know, like MLS, Austin FC, shit like that. The Verde. I have no desire to go to a game here. Okay. I would be so in to go to like a meaningful match in Europe. Like I really, really would. Cravens Cottage. Let's do it. Fulham. They'll lose. And and I would care very little about what's going on on the field. Yeah. It would just be about the whole atmosphere, the environment. Hit a pub before, hit a pub after. Be sick. Sick. London is tight. Never been. Never been. I had a tweet holstered because I was like, I don't want to catch the wrath of, of soccer Twitter. But I was going to say at the end, I think it just boiled down to like Italy is just a much cooler place to visit <laughs> than England. It probably is. Like, uh, I don't really know. Like, if you had to, if you had the choice. Yeah. Like you're going to Italy, right? Yeah, probably is. Um, unless you're one of the golf hardos who like 
oh, dude, I've got to go play the course, the old course. I've just got to go. Or is that in Scotland or some shit? Scotland. Whatever. What course are they playing this week? Royal St. George's, or I guess that's how they say it, right? Yes. Okay. In England. Okay. I just, that's not. I was, uh, I was like, wait, no am relation. I fucking this up again? <laughs> it's no. no relation to George's in Waco. Okay. You're right. Okay. <laughs> but same, George's same like, historic background. You know, they're still, yeah. Pat Green played a show there once. Um, it's in Sandwich. Did you know that? I did. Sandwich Kent. But I knew that about 20 minutes ago, and I looked it up. Looked up <laughs> Dylan, Dylan's doing was. some sneaky big boy stack stuff with his new friends. What are you talking about? You were asking me gambling picks out there. Oh, shut up. Uh-oh. No, 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 no. Your pool. First of all, these are my old friends. These are my high school buddies. And okay. We do, a, we do a snake draft. It's a $20 buy-in. Let's all calm down. Okay. Tad would never. <laughs> with, my, with my six overall pick, I took Bryson. Dude, Tad, Tad goes to the Austin-Calcutta before the Masters by himself. It's a very niche joke. Yeah. So I'll say Calcutta is a uh, – that's the name of, like, where you get big boy stacks thrown around for oh, the yeah. golf tournaments, right? That's, we did it once. We did the Austin one, and we were so priced out. I think our A player was, like, Heinrich Stinson. <laughs> and we was, like – we, like, had, like, 30 people pooling together, like, $1,000 or something. I do love those articles God. when they get outed – not the names. I don't, I don't think it's cool to, like, try to out the names on those lists. But when you see, like, the dollars thrown around for those Calcuttas – Like, the Midland one is notoriously insane. Yeah. Well, this week, the Open's getting all kinds of bad pub um, because their COVID rules, they're going to be different country to country. I, I don't even have a note on here about Japan having no spectators at the Olympics. We can talk more about that when it comes around. But the Is British Open rules seem to be a little ridiculous. They're going to have like 3,600 people or 36,000 people over the course of the weekend. I don't remember the number specifically. They're going to have spectators, but then their rules – or the players and their crews to be there are like extremely over, like over the top strict. Like you can't have two players like staying in the same place. Like you can't share an Airbnb or whatever a cottage together. Um, I think there were two players that were gonna have like a big RV uh, posted up or some. I, I don't remember the details on the who because at this point the withdrawals have gotten up to like sixteen, including. Uh, I don't even want to talk about it. Two-time Master Champions ch- champion, Bubba Watson. And most recent Masters winner, Hideki. Hideki. Yep, Hideki had tested positive a few weeks back. His Zeech. issue was he was trying uh. to come off of testing positive, and he just hasn't gotten a negative COVID test to leave and go. Um, but ZJ apparently uh, today. Yeah, that's tough, popped. man. Because, I mean, I was he was getting hot at the right time. And, like, <laughs> the, dude, the dude is going to be an absolute problem. <laughs> That's, That's what people are saying. Same opinion about Matt Wolf. Love Matt Wolf, man. He's been on fire him. recently. So are all, are all these withdrawals are um, <laughs> COVID or COVID adjacent reasons? Is that the, um, that the deal? With one exception that I added him on here for, Siwoo Kim, uh, Korean golfer, is uh, preparing for the Olympics because if he medals in the Olympics, he gets <clears> to opt out of any military obligations he has for the country. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Which. Holy that's shit. That's pretty dope. You think he cares wow. about winning? Like, that's, um, you know, Billy Madison that type is stakes so much there. Pressure. <laughs> Got it really shit. is. I don't know why I picked that as, like, my example of a high stakes situation. It, but, is uh, it if he just medals? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's, that is Team quite the storyline. I think it's just meddling. It's individual. 
which okay. I don't know how Olympics worked I in forgot, Brazil. I forgot how the golf I remember everybody was kind of bitching about well, like the setup. I'm sure we'll rediscuss that whenever think, it rolls around. I think the only thing you need to know is that uh, Ricky Fowler got the Olympics tatted, the rings tatted <laughs> on his arms. Did not show it up. Just did not did not ball out. Yeah, he's in a Corona commercial though. Is he in Corona? Is he doing that? They, now? they put that course together in like a week too, if I recall. Like there was nothing so, there. And they, like, were chopping down trees yeah. as the players yes, were pulling up. Exactly. <laughs> they were laying sod. Yeah, I remember how uh, haphazard Brazil was. I would assume Japan has a year has had a year just sitting around waiting on these you know facilities to be used so we won't get, like, the Sochi or Brazil type, mm-hmm. look at how shitty these facilities look. It's just going to be like, look at how empty everything is. I hope that they take this time to go NBA bubble experience and give me LED screens around everything. If you don't yeah. have fans, um, yeah. I'd love to give you a, the name of the course they're playing in Japan, um, because Where? I do have a tie-in. I do have a tie-in. My dad has played this course multiple times from because uh, his dad was in the Air Force as well. So oh. they lived. They were living overseas, and he's he's played it. So like, that's cool as hell. That is cool. Um, you should know the name of it. I should, but you know our internet's down, so uh, <laughs> my, I'll just fuck off. Mine's gone in and out about seven times. It's really cool. I, this is, is somehow Randy's fault. This is sick. My family's uh, involved in the, military, in the Air Force as well. Lived in the Philippines for some time, so. Really? We love Thank our service Thank us for people. our service. We love our service. By us, people. I mean like our parents. Oh, it's at uh, Kasumiga <clears throat> uh, Gaseki Country Club. Kasumiga Gaseki. Is he saying Casamigos Doseki? No, I'm not. It's K A S U M Casam Migaseki Country Club. Private. You probably never been there, Dylan. John Ron. <laughs> You're right. I yeah. yeah you probably Odds never that one of his it. new friends have been there. A hundred percent. He's got a weird like, <laughs> just like a, a membership there for some reason. They just give it to you on the way out. Um, John Rom favored nine to one. Brooks and Bryson are tied at fourteen to one. I think Rory's in between there. But it's hard to not ride with Rom. Yes, he's played lights out. All he was year. great at the Scottish, uh, Aberdeen. That they inexplicably took all the vowels out of the name for some reason to shorten it. I don't know if they like it cost more per character, but he was good. Um, Justin Thomas. I don't know if anybody, everybody saw his. Uh, did you see his top three wood from the? I did. That was a lot of fun. Uh, he's, he has a, a next level club toss. A dangerous one. He and wraps and it around him impressive. and it goes forward. You don't see that very often. To I'll re- do a club drop. To release on it you. to release it that quickly, you have to know. I mean, you have to. It's the instantaneous realization that you've you fucked up. You let go as you're mm. whipping the club around. Really good. That happening in golf and or baseball are top two terrifying ways to get knocked the f out. Like in my head, like ugh. Anyhow, I think speed is going to make some noise. Just got a feeling. Just got a feeling, Dave. Did you did you not just not pick Spieth though? Didn't you have the opportunity? I don't have a great feeling. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I, uh, I I did pick him for my, with my second okay. pick though. Okay. I took Bryson. No, I I had the sixth pick, and a seven person snake draft. So for my sixth and ninth pick, mm-hmm. I want Bryson Spieth. That's the second sixty nine reference today for Dylan. Sick. There we go. That's nice. This dude is nice. Um, Let's go. I'm riding. I, you know, a name to watch: Cam Smith. Okay. Also, Stuart Sink. Both of these come from Dan, who just <laughs> randomly texted Mike and I to tell us he's, <laughs> who he's riding with. I'd love to pull up the odds, but again, I um uh, I think I need to go. use this opportunity to throw some money away, maybe donate some money to a cause. So I'd like to sprinkle money on. Uh, um, 
Patrick Reed, Tony Finau, Colin Morikawa, and Victor Hovland, all at 40 to 1. Ah, uh, I like that. I like Hove right there. I mean, I, look, I, that's my guy. Mm-hmm. Like him up. I mean, so my tennis guy is Mateo. Everybody knows that. Hovland's my, my golf guy right now. He's my number one. I just like him. I just yeah. everything he makes. This is going to sound weird. He just makes me happy when he's on screen. You know what? He makes I'm like, dude, this guy's just having the, the time of his life. Just there for the right reasons. The time you got a big old crush life. on Vic. Yeah. Just give me the Vic. It's when you're watching way too much Bachelor when you're dropping Vic. lines like that in your sports pod. Just makes me happy just being around you. That's great, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Very cool. Anywho. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Jordan Speed, 20 to 1. Everyone knows this is my second favorite Masters, or Masters major tournament. <laughs> Shout Behind out. the Masters. You won't even get up early to watch, though. That's a thing. You're right. Oh, oh. shit. That's <laughs> right. this tournament? Yeah, because it's a different time. Oh, it's a broad. Time's like 10. It's across, oh. dude, dude, didn't know about it's across the pond, dude. Oh, my God. Did you think it was Nothing. on this side of the pond? What an idiot. You thought it was on this side of the pond? Nothing I hate more than... Just nothing better than coffee and golf in the morning. Oh, tweet dude. Guy. Oh, man. Just can't oh. look, looking forward to some 2 a.m. golf. Oh, just me and Bay watching golf. Bay Hell being yeah. my coffee. Just, gosh, rock solid for golf the way it was meant to be. Coffee, Bay, and golf? It doesn't get better than that, David. Coffee <laughs> is, coffee is Bay. That's true. That's true. They're one and the same. Dude, That's, maybe some cold Bay? He's been tincturing CBG. I, I get it. CBG. It's coffee, Bay, and golf. Um, <laughs> we're not doing that. Nah, that's, that's not, that's not going to happen. You can tell us about these combat sports, David. Dude, I went out with, uh, the Ragazzi and we watched the fight Saturday night. What? Go ahead. Something wrong? No, you stopped it. No. Was I a member of the Ragazzi? You were. You were oh, one of, uh, the boys. Let's freaking go. We went out to watch these fights. Something I don't do very often, even in, uh, non-ongoing global pandemic times, mainly because... A, I have a, a child, and uh, I'm, I'm 36 years old. So shout out to you. I mean, you're significantly older than me, and you went out. But, um, you know, I just like watching it at home. I like hearing I like hearing DC and Rogan. They're great at what they do. Can I tell you my main problem with these these high-profile MMA fights? You don't like that the card starts at 9? N- no. I don't know how to watch it if I'm at home. Like, I know that they're like, I feel like there are hoops you have to jump through, and I don't even know where the hoops there are. There are. Hoop number one being download ESPN Plus. Which I just, I'm just not going to do. It's not that difficult. Um, and then hoop number two so being you have to press a, buy. You have to, you have to purchase a, a subscription. It's not that hard. You have to purchase a, a subscription to ESPN Plus first, and then you have to buy the fight on top <coughs> of that. Is that how it works? Correct. I would say as somebody with a six-year-old child, ESPN Plus comes bundled with Disney Plus. So it would probably, you know, be a, a cost-worthy. It's a month-old child. Uh, well, I was going to say him, oh, the six-year-old. I've just, got a one-year-old. Just, oh, I'm sorry. Which, shout-outs to uh, my child who turned one yesterday. Oh, yeah, that's so, right. Uh, happy, happy birthday, birthday Kai. Kai. big up. Uh, you text him. Big ups. He, actually, wait until tomorrow. I've got his new two-way activated. He's got a sidekick. Oh. Dude, I hit him on the page yeah. earlier. The two-way alert, it goes. This dude's just all on this retro shit. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, as soon as you open up the ESPN app, they're like, buy, the, buy this fight? And I'm like... No. Dude. Click through all the links that were sent to me about a month ago? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. Let me tell you this. You can do a lot worse than paying for ESPN+. Plus. It is one of the better paywall content. <laughs> it goes, like, circling back, watch media, Patreon stuff, and then probably ESPN+. Plus. Maybe does own after that. But it's, sure it's too great. Much dip. Football Ooh. season. Pay content. 
that I haven't thought of yet. Well, we've talked about it. <laughs> we've talked about it. I think hundreds of people would be interested in that. Um, but yeah, so we watched the fights. Um, we were really into it. What barge I watch at? I'm Little Woodrow, Little Woodies. Okay, twenty dollar cover, which I thought would like keep it way. somewhat not crowd like you know not standing room only. And it was as big of a crowd as I've seen at Little Woodrow. Or if you're if you're Micah, Dave, or Brett, it's zero dollar zero dollar cover. And for Dylan, it's eighty dollar cover. This That's guy how over that here. Works. I bought you a beer. Eighty dollar cover. You were drinking off my buckets, bro. How about I this? had one of your Michelob Ultras. Thanks, Dave. It was a Dickelob Ultra, and you know that. How much does egg salad sandwich cost today? Uh, that's the company. The company. Okay. Car. Damn it. I was, Still, I was trying to. I, I drove. Get my gas money to drive to pick up sandwiches. At wow, least two dollars. Have you seen the price of gas, Adam? You fucking have. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I don't know what he's looking at. I, I don't be driving. Yeah, you're driving, dude. Last context question I have about the fight watching experience. What was the weather Saturday night? It's just hot. Okay. It's soupy. I only asked because crowded. of Woodrow's, it's very outdoors. Very yeah, outdoors. It's a good Street, scene, man. So as long as it was watchable. Watching a fight with the boys in a bar is prime. Just pound 20 beers in yeah. like two hours because you're just outside. You're sweating. You're just trying to replenish fluids. And, um, I mean, I, I, have, I remember everything um, about the fights. It was... You, Dylan, you almost bailed before the Connor fight, and honestly, I, you probably should have because yeah. it was just an absolute letdown across talk the about board. One of the the undercard, uh, yes. that's the term, right? O'Malley, Sugar Sean versus the the green haired kid who just absolutely refused to block a punch. <laughs> I have never seen. Oh my god, that is the he was blocking punches with his face. I don't know if I've ever seen that much damage taken without um, a guy getting knocked out clean. Like, he just refused to not take a punch. Now, you've seen a little bit of uh, O'Malley before. Like, you've seen him knock people out. He's he starched multiple dudes in his last, you know, five or six fights. So, for that dude to just walk through all that, he ate, he ate like, 300 punches. No, he really, like, no and It was like no a cap. CompuBox record, something crazy. You no, know, he, he, he landed a, like, a record high percentage of his punches, and it was like 80-plus percent of the punches he threw landed. Uh, this dude made no attempt to block anything. I, no, I, I didn't understand it. I wonder if Sean O'Malley like has broken hands or anything. Like I, I would be shocked if he didn't have. Because I mean, he was just la- he landed everything he wanted to. Um, dude had a jaw on him, man. Absolutely. Props to him. That guy's name is uh, Chris yeah. Mutino, who was like a late fill-in. This is his first UFC fight. Oh, like, cause really? the, yeah, okay. the other guy, Props I don't know if it was a COVID him. issue or an injury in his camp, backed out. So this is like, he took this on day's notice, Did I he believe. skip the, the training sessions where they learned how to... Apparently, they did not work. They didn't <laughs> work on head movement. Punched. Head movement was not a part of uh, this gracious. training camp. Um, what um, What's the poor lady's name who had a new orifice? Jessica I. No, it's her name. She had a new orifice opened up on her forehead. She had a... Uh, had, it's not an orifice. She had a cannon on know. her head. Cool, Adam. Can we see this? Uh, oh my God! That's an orifice. Oh, oof. she might need a stitch or two. <laughs> can you go in there and buy like fly fishing gear? Oh, did I can't. Okay, I'm not gonna finish this. Did what? It. No, do it. Do what you're gonna do. Aubrey Marcus designed this model. Okay, this is a third eye joke. Flashlight joke. Oh, okay. That plays as well. Unbelievable. This is uncomfortable. Why is she so happy? <laughs> Dude, I, I this honestly, I've got a pretty good stomach. This is this. 
This is a little too much skull for your boy. Yeah, I can't look. I don't want to see this much skull. Can we get it off the screen? Cool, Adam. Thank you. Not, not cool, Adam. Yeah, <laughs> I'll leave it up for that long. Adam, grow up, man. What are you doing? Oh, man. Is that where Harry and his guys were uh, drilling down to blow up the asteroid? Okay. Now, I don't think there was a rig on her forehead. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't frack her head. Oh, man. Yeah, I got a little saltwater injection over here, man. So did they Sorry. let her finish the fight? I honestly don't know. I think that was on the prelims. We weren't watching. I was got to think. Uh, I was at Carve. Uh, I was at Carve looking at all of the hot Carve. people with Dylan and Brett. Okay. Carve. Carve. Respect. No cover Friday nights. So. It's not a club. It's a restaurant. Someone who was not paying attention to the Connor fight. What round did uh, the ankle? First. How early? I mean, toward the end, right? Okay. It was a few, yeah, it was a few minutes. Late in the end. first round. Yeah. Very Prior late. to the injury, was he controlling, or did he look like he had he came any out shot? hot, do some kicks. I mean, he he cracked DP at least once. I mean, it was it was a good back and forth, but then he, he ended up on his back. Landed some elbows on Poirier when uh, Poirier was on top of him. But Poirier would have won the round. Right. Like he, he controlled it um, once Connor was on the ground. And it, it, there was a couple times where I thought they were going to stop it. What led um, to the ankle break? Great question. Hard to say. Just a freak accident. It wasn't like in the midst of him throwing something. He like he stepped, stepped back. back to plant and it gave way, but he cracked it probably on one of those like shin kicks. Okay. That's something. what Dustin said. They've shown the replay of the kicks that he landed, like off the bat landed. And like maybe that loosened it up or, or, or softened it up, but like he plants on it and it doesn't – his foot's clearly not dead. And like he doesn't grimace. He doesn't act like anything happened. So – Maybe it's like a microscopic thing, that, and then he just—it's—it it, was weird. You saw the video, right? Oh uh, yeah, I saw a clip. I'm just assuming most people. So because it was a freak injury, I guess, um, it, it's hard to say that you know Poirier like dominated the fight. I mean, he got the win, obviously, but this this opens up for a, a fourth a fourth <clears throat> oh, matchup, geez. right? This is the worst outcome for my opinion for the UFC because for me. And this, I might just be looking at it through my or how I feel about Connor as like a fighter at this stage in his career. Um, this either opens up a new chapter for his career, resurrects his career, um, gets him probably a shot at the title. If he would have won. If he'd won. If he had lost, if he had lost like by knockout or something, um, and it was just dominated, then it probably closes the book for him. Um, I mean, he would probably still take fights, but he would. It would just be like, okay, now I don't have to like, I don't have to be dialed into Connor anymore. Like he's not, he's not a player on this stage, and he's probably not anyway. And then for this to happen, it's like, well, now he can always have that excuse of it had I not got hurt. And if you heard his his comments after the fight, like he's already spinning this, um, talking about like you know he Connor loves even after losses pointing out like the good things that he did, like in, in posting them on social media. Like he'll even post he'll post stuff from like the Nate fight that he lost in the Habib fight that he lost and be like, look, I, I think I won this round. I think I won this round. Hmm. It's like, dude, you lost. Like, just move on. Yeah. Um, he's very like, uh, he's very uh, Trump in that regard and how he takes an L. It's very, it's very interesting. Who was there, by the way? Yes, he was. Along with Addison Ray. And of course, Jack Hammer. And the Jack Hammer. And Justin Bieber. I could name a number of people who were there. A lot of people were there, yeah. Um, but... A lot of people right now are like very. There's a number of reasons to be sour on Connor, just as a fighter. Like it looks like he's 
not washed, but just not the guy he was, which happens when you become like a borderline billionaire. And uh, how old is he? How old is Connor? Thirty, early thirties. Probably thirty-five, thirty-six. Early to mid. Okay. I'd love to check, but again, I got gotcha. um, you. Including lack of internet. KJ's got it. But the whole lead up to the fight, it kind of seemed desperate. Like Connor trying to get in. Thirty-two. I'm sorry. Thirty-two. Oh, he's young still, man. When they got into. When they fought for the first time at like 135, um, they uh, this was probably Poirier, that was Poirier's biggest fight. Uh, he was not ready for the shit talk that Connor had. He was just completely taken out of his game, and Connor knocked him out. And then in the second fight, it was clear like, oh, DP's like grown since then. You know, I don't know if it was almost like a decade ago. It was a long time ago, five years ago, six years ago, whatever. Uh, different fighter, and he was not scared of Connor. And, like, he just kind of, like, almost laughed off his shit talk. And Connor was kind of nice Connor at that time. If you remember with the Cowboy fight, like, it's like, oh, it's the new Connor. Yeah. And then Connor tried to go back to the old Connor this he time. He pivoted again. Yeah. And brought the wife involved because I guess the wife had DM'd him about something. We don't know what. He didn't post the DM. I don't know if it was about, like, because Connor was supposed to donate money to, to Poirier's uh, charity and never did, which is kind of a, a funny troll move. She gave him the finger after the fight. Yeah. See that? Well, and he also, from in, in one of the greatest post- fight post-game interviews of all time where Rogan gets on the ground as Connor's sitting there having his ankle put into a brace um, and set back into place is interviewing him and you know, Connor's like calling out like calling he, I think he called like his wife a hoe mm-hmm. or something invited her to the after party well, she's in my DMs that hoe that's the a DMs terrible he made some major and he made some major like below the belt comments to Khabib too didn't he um, yeah, he insulted, uh, like, basically his... He probably said some anti-Islamist um, yeah. Islamic stuff. Something I don't about remember. Not being able there to was eat, so much. Though. Like, he wasn't so overt about those comments, I think. But I, uh, it was definitely something that was, like, he's smart enough to play borderline. Like, when he was fighting Floyd, you know, he would pull the you-can't-even-read card um, and would call him, like, a thug and, you know, dance and all this stuff. So oh. he'll he'll dance up to that line. And allude to those things, but you know the guy's he's a good. Punk, at, man, he's yeah, a punk, he can't get away with the stuff like he could when he was winning. No, it's 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 sad, honestly. Like I've I've kind of likened him to uh, Joe Pesci and Goodfellas, where like he's just gotten too hot. All comes back to Italy. Come on, man, just let me have those. <laughs> Take it easy, dude. Forty-eight percent right here. Uh, in that like he refuses to like what's the line the Ray Liotta line about Joe Pesci and Goodfellas is like. You beat him in a fist fight, he comes back with a knife. You beat him again, he comes back with a gun. He just won't let it go. And, like, that's kind of how he's handling this. And it was kind of sad seeing him lay there with the mic, just yelling at Dustin Poirier, yelling at his wife. And Poirier's, like, laughing it off. Like, dude. And Poirier says they'll fight again either in the octagon or, you know, in the streets, basically. Hey, you know, you brought the man's family into it. You know, you got to kind of expect it. Um, But, yeah, then Connor posts the gram. The world need you know you need people like me you know the the famous the Scarface he's the mm-hmm. bad guy that whole deal which he is the bad guy uh, for a number of reasons and mm-hmm. I don't know man like I really wanted this to kind of be the end of it like I because it's, yeah. it's just he's not I don't know. I didn't think, I don't know I I did have money on Connor I was kind of bummed when he lost just because of that but like I don't know Poirier is by all accounts like a really good dude uh, Louisiana guy and. It's nice to see him win. He'll definitely, I think, get a title Good shot after him. this. So it was fun, though. Fun, fun card up until that point. 
Well, since we've already talked Headspace, which you should definitely check out, um, NBA. Mm. We are now three games into the NBA Finals. Phoenix is up 2-1. Notably, Giannis has been playing out of his mind in Game 2 and Game 3. Game 1 only had 20 points, but he was coming off the hyperextended knee. But he's the second player ever to have 40 points and 40-plus points, 10-plus rebounds in back-to-back Finals games. Other person to do that, Shaq. Mm. Um, one person has had four 40-point final games. Any guesses? Michael Jordan. There we go. Really? Um, he was good. So somebody asks Giannis, like, being halfway to Michael Jordan's four 40-point games, how does it feel? And he's like, Who asked that? It's like, I'm not Michael Jordan. Yeah. And he's like, and he really did that? Like, holy shit. He handled Who that Who asked that? <laughs> like, how does it, like, dude, like, he's even thinking about yeah, exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I love the concept that, like, it's cool when these cool facts, like, you know, the research team gives something to the broadcast team, they throw it on the screen or they bring it up. That's great. But then, like, a journalist in a post-game speech will then see these things trickle down or see something on Twitter and ask a player as if a player's ever seen a record book. He doesn't want to answer questions book. like that. <laughs> like, they, they learn that shit from those press yeah, conferences. Yeah, that's a pretty obscure stat. Dude, <laughs> right? they do this to Luca all the time. It's yeah. like, Luca, you're only the 12th player in NBA history to have uh, three triple doubles in which you had 12 or more rebounds on the second feel? night of a back to back. Playing on the feel? East Coast. I learned that at five seconds. Like, I don't, I don't know. know, I I don't know. I just, I'm glad we got the win. You know? yeah, so that's yeah. a little bit too much stats for me. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I, I, I don't know. Three games into this, I've found myself kind of tilting from rooting for Phoenix to rooting for Milwaukee for no other reason than I didn't want it to be a sweep and I'm enjoying the series. I want it to go on. Um, but I, I don't have a strong feel for like, who's the better team for sure. It's clear there are spurts in which Giannis is a bona fide top five, top three NBA player uh, and can take over a game whenever Middleton and Drew Holiday are playing really well. And then there are other times when the Suns look like one of the most balanced teams we've seen in the finals and, <clears throat> Here, so I feel like uh, it's being undersold how insane Giannis coming back from a hyperextended knee mm-hmm. when his entire game is um, built upon athleticism for him to come back and not miss a beat uh, is insanity. Yeah. If he's able to win this, um, it's up there with 41, up there with Dirk and greatest uh, playoff and finals performances. I'll say it. <laughs> I'll say it. I don't think you'd be wrong in the sense of how that team got built. It's Drew Holiday is a huge free agent acquisition. Chris Middleton, you know, they drafted and built and, you know, has developed there. But there's, there's nobody else there that you could say, hey, they really went out and made a big splash by bringing this guy in. Like, Brooke Lopez. He's been great. I mean, when he needs to be, like mm-hmm. he is, he is very solid. You could do a lot worse at center. So I, I don't know. I guess have you you've been watching these games? I've, I feel like most of the time when they've been on, when we're in for dance, they've been on in the background. You have a preference of who wins this at this point? Um, I want to see Giannis win. Actually, that's I, I lie. I do want to see Giannis win, but not right now. I want to see Chris Paul win one first. I'm a Chris Paul guy. I'm a Chris Paul guy until um, and Devin Booker just has way too much swag not to win. He's absolutely a swag lord. He's he's a killer and he's got all the swag. Some might say he's a bucket, but Chris Paul, I think Chris Paul is deser- as as deserving as anyone with that ring as there is in the, in It's the interesting to me watching the Suns because I watch like Book and I'm like, dude, that used to be me. Like that was my game. And then like but seeing like what CP3 is doing, I'm like, that's kind of where I'm at now and I'm comfortable <laughs> with it. So just like you get me out there. I just want to see my guys succeed and like if the t- you know, if the team eats and we get the dub, that's all that matters. I don't need to put up points. 
You're just a team guy, man. That's me. You know who hasn't shown up in this series? And maybe he doesn't exist anymore. Maybe he does. I don't know. But I haven't seen him in any of the games, at least on camera. <clears throat> Where the fuck has the Suns Gorilla been? <laughs> Glaring lack of Gorilla. <laughs> Dude, he used to have the, the best, like, halftime, like, dunk. Yes. He used to do, the, like, the trampoline dunks. Him and uh, Benny the Bull. Like, I was, we, we need a little more Gorilla. This, this what about Mavs decided that, that was a little too the aggressive. Worst. You know, Mavs Man is actually made out of a basketball. <laughs> His face. The Mavericks that's, have the worst bad. trio of mascots. He's a he's a, his face is a basketball. You don't see that too much. No. Twitch the question. Why do you get rid of the gorilla? I, I, he's <laughs> it says current mascot, but I haven't seen him on camera. You know they they're get, how are we feeling about? Is it eight K? Is that the camera that they're they're showing the crowd shots with? Is that a thing? Eight K? Oh, the, like Boca yeah. Cam. Dude, they are showing like the portrait mode badass camera, and they show like the crowd in like. It's at first it was kind of cool novelty, but like now it's just like they're just showing like average looking dudes, and it's like I don't need to see this guy. You want hot dudes or what? what I want either hot for? dudes or hot babes. Is you're, that too much to ask? You're saying Milwaukee's not the market for 8K? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything. You're not gonna Charles Barkley. <laughs> Eating all them churros. Well, I would also like to take this opportunity to uh, pay a lot of respect to my original home country of Nigeria. Place in which I've never been, don't know much about, but according to Ancestry DNA, you know, it's where I was imported from. So thirty-one uh, percent of me, at least, imported from. Um, <laughs> Is this why you were saying, Dave? I want you to start calling me the Nigerian nightmare. <laughs> I'm Kuru Usman. Trains in Arlington. We watched so. a little bit of this game at uh, Carve, actually. Carve. On. The Nigerian national basketball team. Trounced is a dumb word to use here. They beat the brakes off the U.S. team. They won by three. They right? won by three, but they were up by like 15 with like two minutes left uh, until Kevin Durant went full-blown Kevin Durant at the end of the game. And they're like, nobody else touched the ball. And surprisingly, like Dame Lillard may have only taken one shot at that point. But they just kept giving it to KD. And KD is so fun to watch when he's unconscious like that. But uh, Nigeria, 20 of 42. And I thought it was – more than that, but at least 20 of 42 from three. U.S. only shot like 24 three-pointers. So, Can I say, I um, we were watching it at, at CARF, as Dylan alluded to, and uh, I was just kind of like, oh, it is kind of close, but like I, I don't need to follow this. I didn't even realize that Nigeria won that game until like the next day. Yeah, and Nigeria has like eight NBA players on. It's not like they're just running out nobodies. Um I have no idea what the exhibition game is going to mean. It means nothing in uh, the grand scheme of things. Biggest win in Nigerians, national basketball team's uh, history. Was this a friendly? Um, yeah, uh, possibly. Mike Davis, former head coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers, and maybe okay. on their bench again uh, nowadays, was coaching the Nigerian national team. So shout-out to them. Um, whatever the opposite of a shout-out is to online personalities who may have lobbed out some really dumbass tweets. I won't say any names Uh-oh. here. Um, about this? Yes. About this game? Oh, I didn't see. I did not How see. How are we going to lose to Nigeria? They don't even have any. And then alluded to them not having food. Okay. But yeah. That's a bad, that's a bad Who look. Who tweets that? Yeah, I won't. I won't go into A blue depth. check mark tweeted that? Yeah. That uh, is a bad tweet. Anyhow, moving. Speaking of bad takes. Right along. We're going to go right into baseball? Yes. This might be the most baseball we've had all year. As we dive into here, dude, the all-star break, is it man. weird that I'm is it weird that I'm horny for uh, home run derby? It's because of Adam, Otani. Don't laugh, I am, man. Yeah, I'm let's sorry. do that. Do that man. first for sure. 
Yeah, we got, we got the we got the derby in Coors Field, of course, mile high. Ball be flying. Uh, we got Otani, the headliner of this one. Thirty-three bombs, a few of which are big, big boy bombs over four hundred fifty feet. Should I be surprised that he's doing it? I feel a like um, he's got a lot on his plate in that he uh, pitches and hits. Uh huh. And um, just throwing a lot of guys, they they sit out the home run derby because you know they say it can stress out their swing a little bit. You know, sure. you know what it's like. You used to hit big boy bombs. No, I was I was a I was a gap to gap guy really. Uh, I, I hate to admit it. Damn, mind the gap. Yeah, not a long-term relationship guy over here. Stop. Yeah, I used to watch a lot of – actually, I've, I've attended a home run derby before. Wow. Mm. A lot of people Ar- don't know Ar- that Arlington. about you. In Arlington, believe it or was not. Was that the Mike Piazza year? It was the Frank Thomas year. Mike Piazza, didn't he hit one in like the before in batting practice, like 94, over maybe? the uh, the green, whatever they call over it? Over the plaza. Whatever over the plaza called. into yeah. the office or, or something. Allegedly. Yeah, I'll be tuned in. I'll have I'll have it on. I, you know, I'm gonna be watching Bachelor. Yeah, Bachelorette, man. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch this uh, for Otani. Gallo's gonna drop bombs too. Gallo'll be that, fun to watch. He's, he's a good boy. pick. He's got big boy power. Juan Soto'll um, be fun to watch. Might be too. your last chance to watch Gallo as a Ranger. Pete uh, Alonso, of course, is the only guy I recognize on the team. Uh, I, oh, you, you were mean, very surprised to learn the Rangers had three. I was three All Stars. Oh yes. Pete Alonso, of course, will be defending his title. David, he won last year. The Mets. I know, you man. You got this guy. Look, man. I've been saying it. He definitely won it last year. <laughs> just I've always telling people, like, dude, I I told you he was gonna win it last year. Salvador Perez, you're a big Royals fan. Love the Royals. Twenty one bombs this year. We'll never be Royals. They're doing a tournament style eight eight participants, three rounds. So you've got these players paired up against each other. Otani will be going against Juan Soto, which I think it's a little dangerous. Soto was injured early in the year. Um, so he's only got 11 bombs on the year. I'm just he's got one of my bombs. favorite swings in Major League Baseball. What Juan are your Soto. thoughts on his uh, take a pitch move where he like leans in and like sweeps his feet? Um, I, I I don't I don't mind him because I don't think he's doing it to show anybody up. I think it's just his his habit his his way. Yeah, I like the guy. Um, I think he's uh, cesspitous with actual like intelligence. Otani, <laughs> I predict he will go over 500 feet with the home run. I'm excited because Mike Trout. Um, did a, I don't know, this interview or whatever. It was quoted basically talking about the fact that Otani doesn't do BP, hadn't taken BP in public, like yeah. out on the field all year, which I is know. insane. Like, I would have thought you had heard about this like a week into the season. Like, why isn't he out? I guess he does his BP down in the cage, and it's a part of his rest regimen. Uh, but according to Mike Trout, he's like, this dude is something else. So if Trout's vouching for him, not just as a teammate, but saying like it's something special to watch, I'm going to be tuned in. It will be. Enough for me to watch him just do some ridiculous home runs in the first round, even if Soto wins uh, that battle and you only get one round of Otani. But I think back to whatever home run derby it was at the Brewers Stadium when it first opened, and that might be Sosa, McGuire. But when they were hitting bombs like off of – I don't know why I keep saying bombs. Hitting home runs (laughs) off of the slide and shit Uh, like that. Yeah, Sosa Sosa put on a show. Yeah, that – is he, what yeah, sticks out he, my head. Dude, that was the, over five, yeah. dude, the Berman gasm was just iconic. Are we getting Berman? Oh, man, I hope we're not. Is he, are we getting Berman tonight? I don't know. I don't think we are, right? I don't know. Have there been any bad Otani takes up there? Maybe we'll get Maria Taylor. Oh. Um, there have been one. It, there has been one at least. Uh, Stephen A. Smith was asked, or at least the question on the camera was said, basically, <gasps> is it good for the MLB that the face of baseball is Shohei Otani? To which okay. he said... 
Let's let's just check it out. Let's see how he handled it. Give he me probably a had a measured take. But when you talk about an audience gravitating to the tool or to the ballpark to actually watch you, okay? I don't think it helps that the number one face is a dude that needs an interpreter so you can understand what well, the hell he's saying in this help. country. And that's what I'm trying to say. You know, participation. Yeah. But when you talk about an audience. So anytime Max Keller's like jumping in to save you from saying something stupid, yeah. you're probably in a bad situation. Uh, he, he probably should have like led with this point, but he was trying to put the onus on like the perception of Americans in general. Mm -hmm. And his delivery was off. Yeah, he didn't need to go full Stephen A. Yeah. He didn't need to go screaming A to because then it looks like this is his take. Right. Yeah. Instead of he's saying that there's a lot of people who probably think this. And you've heard that, like, I mean, with the with the Latin players. I mean, that's something that's that's been around baseball for a long time. It's even a thing that, like, you Darvish? in golf. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure with Darvish. Um I yep, Hideki, yeah. I, actually, a lot of the same conversation happened after uh, Hideki uh, won. Yeah. Which, uh, Hideki was there with his interpreter in whatever Butler's cabin, right? Yes. And there was a lot Butler of talk cabin. about the same, yeah. or Butler cabin. Wow. He it was, just it was previously a Butler's cabin, I'm sure. Wow. Um, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> but no, there was a lot of that similar discussion, like, you know, how m will he get as big of lift off of this? domestically because of the language barrier. It comes up a lot. I don't like that ESPN posed the question this way. They're like, is it a problem that he's the face? Like, if that's written on the screen, Stephen A. was in a bad position from the get-go. Like, you don't phrase the question that way. So it didn't just come up. They actually sat down. The producers are like, let's throw this as a talking point. Wow, that is – that's that's the real issue. Yeah, that's – I don't like that. Plus, I think you take the Joe Harrington route, which – former Oregon Duck Heisman Trophy candidate, and they were concerned that being in the Pac-10 at that time, now Pac-12, like their games were never on on the East Coast, and a lot of Heisman voters had East Coast bias, according to them, so they put a big-ass billboard in New York Times with Joe Harrington to start the season, like a big marketing push behind Joe Harrington. He shit the bed, kind of. I don't think he ended up even finishing top two that year. It's also maybe the USC, either Leonard or Bush years, but – um, what I'm getting at here is like, take the angle of saying Shohei being the face of MLB is just as bad as Mike Trout being the face of MLB. Mike Trout being on a bad team in LA where the games are on late and the rest of the country doesn't see them and they don't care because the team sucks. Isn't giving the league any lift. Like the Mets are fun as hell to watch. The Padres also fun as hell to watch. We're getting some Padres content, but more people are probably familiar with Francisco Lindor and, uh, Noah Syndergaard and Pete Alonzo, and I'm just naming off all my Mets because I play a video game now. I know this. <laughs> Dude, KJ plays video games. A lot of baseball. Yeah, that's a tough look. Um, it hurts him not having a, like a dynamic personality, which you could say the same for Trout as well. Yeah. I mean, Trout had all the factors, I mean, except for not having a huge personality and, then, and playing for a shitty team. I mean, it's a big market, though. Yeah. LA's a huge market. Yeah, it's it's – it's pretty wild that like those two guys are on, they're arguably the two best talents in baseball play on the same team and it's it's just a team that doesn't matter that's trailing and it's in a huge market mm -hmm. sheesh yeah mm -hmm. and it doesn't help that the Dodgers you know won the World Series in the same town so no matter how good you're going to get you've also still got the best team and you know uh, quote unquote best team in baseball in your same town so who knows um 
Yeah, baseball. Look at that. Oh. Hey, shout out to uh, Henry Davis, number one pick by the Pirates. Catcher out of... Where is he out of? Uh, Louisville. Louisville. Jack Leiter? Jack Leiter. Rangers. Uh, Rangers. Vandy guy. Yeah, I am... Uh, this has gotten this has gotten me back interested in Rangers ball. Because Why? check back in three to four years. I'm gonna because it's okay. It's someone who I did watch a little bit of in the College World Series. Um, I was familiar with the hype. There was a little bit of question on: Is he want to be in Texas? Is he going to sign? And and it gives me a name during like the next two or three years as we're rebuilding. It gives me a name to follow, like in double a triple a wherever i mean they start him out in a ball right who knows where he'll end up but you know we're not going to see him in the bigs for a couple years at least right mm-hmm. Usually you're not going to rush a kid like that right but i don't know it gives me some hope for the future assuming he signs if he does not sign then um i baseball L. is just is such a it's such a slow process getting these guys to the point where they can actually make a difference for your team hopefully you draft you draft Someone in the NBA, they can, you know, they they're starting day one and they're putting up, you know, twenty four points a game. MLB, it's like, hopefully this guy pans out. I don't know. Very well, very few times you guys are able to just jump right in. Hopefully, I'm able to watch Ranger games <laughs> by the time he hits the big leagues. Well, you can probably. I think Ballet Sports is rumored to have their own app where you can oh, great. purchase that independently for like twenty four ninety nine. That's what we need oh, another another app to buy to watch more shit. I needed more apps on my my. Computer and my TV uh-huh. and my phone. I hear you. I love apps. I'm, I'm, I'd get it. The money, the number of apps, the logins, the password renewals, all that. But the moment I don't have to call a cable company to fix anything associated with my entertainment pre- preferences, I will continue to choose option B and not call DirecTV or whomever else. Anyhow. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. <laughs> Let me bring the room down real quick. We record right. on Mondays as we are right now. Last Monday, we recorded late in the day, but uh, because your boy was uh, busy or too deep, hanging out in the pool right up until record time, I did not see all the latest headlines. Unfortunately, Columbus Blue Jackets goalie, uh, or reserve goalie, uh, Matisse Kivalinix, I'm going to go with, from Riga, sure. Latvia, 24 years old. Uh, unfortunately, was injured and killed by an errant mortar at a 4th of July celebration that took place at his coach's house. Story said he was in a hot tub. Fireworks were being kind of fired off in the distance, suburban Detroit area. Uh, And they saw the issues going on. I guess they saw, like, the mortar coming this way. And he, along with others, were trying to dive out of the hot tub and caught him in the chest. 24 years old. What kind of terrible. What kind of thing was So I think it was something that fell over. Artillery shell type deal. Like one of the big boys. You know, you drop the... Mm -hmm. Drop Good it in God. there like it's yeah. That is awful. Yeah, I did not. I didn't know the amount of force that those have. But damn, freak out. I mean, that is the definition of a freak accident. Certainly. That's Shout terrible. out to his family. Shout out to his Shouts. family. Man. That's brutal. Um, we get to really have to con- congratulate the Ning. <laughs> do you want to? Do can we start the party now? Yes. Now, now we we'll start the party. That's that's appropriate. I I, I guess uh, we'll we'll save Nick Castellanos and his uh, misery for next week. We're running long. Um. Yeah, congrats. And the lightning. Congrats to the Ning. Congratulations. We also missed, I missed, congrats to the Mississippi State Bulldogs and their first national cha- championship of any kind. Yeah, we touched on it a little bit. They, yeah, whatever. <laughs> they have a good pitching staff. Congrats, I was pulling Congrats on their first team title in the history of their university. Well, that is that seems like a backhanded compliment. Okay. Sir. Did you watch any of, of 
their games during the College World Series, they could not take that graphic off the screen. It that, was that's up true. like every other every other batter there was like reminded, hey, by the way, these guys have never won before. Yeah, it was I, didn't, terrible. I didn't really think it was worthy like we, of bringing up yeah. uh, multiple times per game, like but we they did. Get it. Did you Poor see that guys. more or did you see <coughs> Kurt Warner's wife more during his Super Bowl runs? Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who's gonna play Kurt Warner's wife during um, the kind of movie? The girl who played Jubilee, I can't remember her name. She's it's not in, Anna uh, Kendrick, it's uh Kate Hudson. She's in True Blood. I don't mm, know her name. Yep, there you go. True wow, Blood. Wow, I cannot wait to see that. It looks truly terrible. Very bad. Although can't wait to watch it. Full circle here. I love bad movies. Soon to be MSO takeover, uh in a few weeks. One brick. Brick squad. There's an extra potentially in this movie. So I'll have to get more details on that. Um, yeah, he sent me some set photos, and I'll show you the pictures of the guy they had playing Tony Saragusa in a game, and it is horrendous. Horrendous. Um, anyhow, also congratulations to the entire country and the national team from Argentina winning Copa America, Messi's first uh, international uh, tournament victory. So, you know, as Dylan was saying earlier, definitely gives him certified GOAT status. I mean, do you concur? I've always said he's GOATed. I mean, I, I didn't need to see this uh, personally for my own, you know, footy take. I've just always said that. Like, I've been following his career for so long and, and just don't really miss much of it. And I'm like, man, this just is icing on the cake for me personally. What about you? Who are you talking about? <laughs> Lionel Messi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was, I was <laughs> running back over here. I was and running back notes. Okay. I finally, got, I finally got a little taste of the internet. I had to start writing shit down. I'm going to see if I can stick the landing here. Yeah, and shouts to Lionel. Shouts to your boy Lionel. Shouts to Lionel. Yeah. Okay. He's he's flirting with goat. Or something nobody expected of us. I feel like he's not even flirting with. It. I feel like he's full on penetrated it. Dave, we're not. But that's not going on the run. The running back seg. What? <laughs> What's your problem? Oh, just not messing nothing. around. Um, that was terrible. I'm glad nobody should left that. Uh, oh, I thought you. Were I was just making sure the music was still going. Anyhow, <laughs> Tour de France is oh. going on. Tour de France, as some may say. Okay. Two things worth mentioning. Shout out to Sepp Cuss, which mm. is what... Um, that name is... So forget about a cuss. Exactly. Thank you. I couldn't think of his name. That <laughs> name is kind of good. Too fast, too furious. So Sepp Cuss, first American to win a stage in the Tour de France since 2011. So, you know, appreciate that. Also notable history made. Uh, we're definitely Mark, rocking with Mark. Cavendish, that is. Mm. Uh, he was nearly out of sight professional cycling eight months ago, just really due to underwhelming performances. Got added to his team as an alternate. It's his first Tour de France in three years. One stage four is his first win in five years, stage win. But what I didn't realize is this MFR, uh, after three more stage wins ever since then, at the age of like 34, 35, again, my ages are wrong today, whatever, tied for the most stage wins of all time at 34. So big ups to Mark Cavendish. A little bit of history being made in uh, Tour de France that doesn't include signs knocking people off their bikes. That's all I care about. Mark Cavendish from a place called uh, Isle of Man. And Mark. Isle of Man. Isle of Man. <laughs> that's that's what he used to call Davis. Uh, never mind. Okay. Okay. I respect it. Isle of Man. Dylan. Top. Uh, they used to call. Put it on their thing. <laughs> they used to call Dave Isle of Man. A top five all time <laughs> national flags. What is going on there? That's their flag. <laughs> it's, it's just like three running uh, legs connected together. To, it's a little close to something from around the World War II okay. time. Yeah, it's like a me. human centipede attempt at a. Uh, yeah, it's just. <laughs> 
<laughs> close for me. There we go. And that, sure my friends, band. is the sports party. Fantastic work. Gosh. Very cool. Let's run it back. Let's get run out of it here. back. Get out of here. All right. Uh, hopefully, this before my computer dies. It's on two uh, percent. All right. Run it back. Of course, the segment during which we talked about what we already talked about. You ready? Hopefully. Um, and it's light this week because I didn't have internet for half of the podcast. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> That's write. our first bullet point. <laughs> so I couldn't write. We got the Brick Squad on Meat Smokers Only coming up. That'll be exciting. The Double Rims got the best of Dan from Half Court, although he didn't actually connect with the rim. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Randy gives off, looks down while he dribbles vibes. That's that is true. so weirdly accurate. I love it. Uh, Dave knows a lot about Ash Barty, weirdly. It's decidedly easier to tear your ACL than find meth on the streets. Don't agree, but a go study ahead. done by us. Hit the dip line with your thoughts. That chick had a new orifice on her face. Okay. <laughs> Dave wants hot dudes on camera during finals games. I said dudes and babes. Mississippi right. State has one team national title in their history. ESPN love to remind us. Uh, the Kurt Warner movie looks atrocious. Facts. And they used to call Dave Isle of Man. And that concludes running back. Overtime thought, do you think Mississippi State would have had a national title sooner if they would have integrated sooner? No big deal. Okay, moving on. Oh, no. Oh, you can't just bring that up. I have up. no idea. They could have been like the first in the SEC. Just Dak, though. Shout out to Dak. Shout out to Dak, our favorite Mississippi State Bulldog. Right. Oh, Ralphie, though. Who? Ralphie. Ralphie Palmero, also Mississippi State. And Will. Noted juicer. Mitch what are we talking about? I don't oh. care. Noted juicer. Don't give a damn. I do. Let the man juice. I do. I have never. Cheated. Whatever he did, but he pointed his finger. Yeah, at Congress, which at I Congress. love. Hey, anybody who says fuck the feds, fuck Congress, <laughs> let's fucking ride. All right, let's Rob get the hell out of here. Let's get out. Bye. Bye. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.